It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Knapp. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction coming to you every weekday to help you know you're not alone in your journey of faith. Great to have all of you with us today. And today we're looking at our gifts and talents as we take a look ahead to the uh, Sunday Gospel, the Gospel uh, from Matthew. It's the parable about the talents and using them or squandering them. And the truth is that God has given all of us our own unique gifts and talents. The question is, how are we using them? Or maybe we aren't. So how are you using your talents? And is the Lord calling you to a deeper understanding of your gifts and talents? And then maybe challenging you to use them in maybe a new and better way. Well, we're going to talk about that today here to help us on the journey. Back with us once again, Father Matthew Spencer. Father Matthew is a priest with the Oblates of St. Joseph, where he is the Provincial Superior and Shrine Director for the Oblates out of Santa Cruz, California. And as you may remember, Father Matthew was the host of St. Joseph's Workshop that you could hear on Relevant Radio. Well, he got busy, <laughs> and uh, but we miss him a lot, and he assured us when he had time to come back, he would join us here on The Inner Life. So we welcome him back. Father Matthew Spencer, great to have you with us today. Thank you, Chuck. It's a, it's a real pleasure to be with you. Yeah, and I love this parable, and we're going to talk about that. And uh, as we do every day, we'll open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join us uh, on the program today as well. But uh, Father Matthew Spencer, get us started. Sunday Gospel, it's uh, the Gospel of Matthew. Give us an overview. What's going on? Sure, Chuck. Well, I think um, putting this into context is is helpful. This is the last major discourse that Jesus gives before his passion, his death, and his resurrection. He's he's speaking to his disciples in particular. So, some of his parables, some of his teachings are directed to to all people, and so he he can be sharp, or he can be you know uh, conciliatory. Uh, he can he can he can. Uh, you know, share different ten or have different tenors in in his parables, but depending on his audience, I think it's important to remember that he's talking here to to you and to me specifically. He's talking to those who who are already following him, who have already begun to to learn from him, and uh, and that should I think be important when he starts to to discuss how how we're called to use what's given to us. Uh, Chuck, you know, you know what's really interesting to me is to look at the connection between the biblical word talent and and the modern English word talent. Uh, when we when we read uh, Matthew twenty five and we read about the uh, the man who's giving his servants different number of talents, uh, we might immediately think of skills or abilities or gifts. Uh, but of course, he's talking about money. He's talking about treasure. And um and what, what's interesting to me, Chuck, is that. Uh, the the word talent in English uh, originated in the 13th century directly from this parable. Uh, so while in Scripture, when we speak of a talent, we're talking about uh, a measurement of wealth, 
in, in this case, a, a large sum of money inside of Matthew 25. Uh, later, centuries later, that would, that would become, in the English language and other, other languages for that matter, would become more a meaning of our, of our gifts, of our skills, of our abilities, of, of much more than just the treasure that we have, but all that, that we can offer back to God. And, well, I guess maybe the question I, I want to ask, and I was just uh, sitting here before we went on the air looking at the, I'm going to ask you to read this here in just a minute, by the way, but yeah, I'm sitting good. here looking at, at this, and to to one he gives five, to another two, to, uh, to a third one, but each according to his ability. And it just kind of dawned on me that we think about gifts and talents and certainly what uh, what, what we can do with the, the blessings that God has given us. But he's not asking us to do more than we can do. We all have some ability, some greater than others. But I was so taken with that, each according to his ability. So it's right in front of us, isn't it? It is. And, you know, I think that's a really important point that you, you make, Chuck, that uh, God gives us different skills. He gives us different responsibilities based on on the skills and abilities that we have, um, and, and he's he's always sensitive to to who we are, what our limitations are, or what our abilities are. Uh, I'm thinking of Saint Teresa of Avila, and the the analogy that she used in terms of holiness was that, well. Each each uh, follower of Christ might be a different sized vessel. One might be a small little cup. Another might be a, a large water tank. <laughs> but um, we're always filled up by God's grace. To be holy doesn't mean the amount of water that we we contain, but rather that we're filled up with God's grace. And for some, as we as we see in in history, some uh, saints that God has has allowed us to uh, to witness in our church have been huge vessels of grace and holiness. I'm thinking of, say, uh, John Paul II or the first apostles, um, you know, those who, who really were amazing, incredible examples. Uh, and on the other hand, others are, are much simpler, maybe much more humble, maybe not as, not as large and grand in the eyes of the world, and yet still filled with God's grace according to their abilities and their nature. Father Matthew Spencer, our spiritual director, looking ahead as we do on our Friday broadcast to the Sunday Gospel. It's the Gospel of Matthew. I'm going to ask Father Matthew to share this with us in a moment. But let's open our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join us. Toll-free number 888-914-9149, our email address, interlife at relevantradio.com. But uh, as you uh, listen to uh, this gospel reading and as you think about your own journey of faith, uh, your gifts and talents, how has God called you to use your gifts and talents for the kingdom? And really, when have you recognized how God blessed you with your own unique gifts and talents and then use them to the best of your ability for the benefit of others? Again, toll free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-914. So, Father Matthew, can we take a moment and ask you to share this Sunday's gospel with our listeners today? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. A man going on a journey called in his servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to a third one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. Immediately the one who received five talents went and traded with them and made another five. Likewise, the one who received two made another two. 
But the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came back and settled accounts with them. The one who had received five talents came forward, bringing the additional five. He said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I have made five more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received two talents also came forward and said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I have made two more. His master said to him, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Since you were faithful in small matters, I will give you great responsibilities. Come, share your master's joy. Then the one who had received the one talent came forward and said, Master, I knew you were a demanding person, harvesting where you did not plant and gathering where you did not scatter. So out of fear I went off and buried your talent in the ground. Here it is back. His master said to him in reply, You wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I did not plant and gather where I did not scatter. Should you not then have put my money in the bank so that I could have got it back with interest on my return? Now then, take the talent from him and give it to the one with ten. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will grow rich. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And throw this useless servant into the darkness outside where there will be wailing and grinding of teeth. The Gospel of the Lord. And praise Praise to you, Lord Lord Jesus Jesus Christ. So, Father Matthew Spencer, as you share that with us right now, what speaks to you the most? The the ending is really strong, isn't it, Chuck? Yes. Uh, we, we see this uh, th- this important lesson, which I, I think we can unpack here in, in the coming minutes, uh, about how we need to use our gifts and our abilities. What really strikes me is, is, is the seriousness that Jesus is trying to impress upon his disciples. This is not a this is not an optional thing to to well if you if you want to use your time for me, if you want to use your talents and abilities for the building up of the kingdom, then great. And if not, don't worry about it. He's not he's not saying that at all. He's saying there are there are consequences to to our cooperation with the Lord, to our uh, giving back to the Lord and using the time and the resources that he's given us well. Uh, and if not, there are eternal consequences to that, Chuck. And I, I like how Jesus is, um, you know, so clear about about his love and his mercy, and yet also so clear about what's on, what's at stake here. Our, our eternal life is at stake. So that's what we're talking about, Chuck. And I think it's uh, I think it's helpful to remember that as we as we look at what God has given to us, the gifts and abilities that we have. We have to put at the uh, at the use of the gospel. God is demanding of us, as as the parable uh, implies, and therefore we have to we have to cooperate with Him. Otherwise, there are eternal consequences. 
And Father Matthew, I, I'm taken with uh, the line uh, out of fear. I out of fear, I went off and buried your talent in the ground. And I wonder sometimes, uh, are we afraid to use the gifts and talents that God has given us? Um, one, I may not think that they're very worthy gifts or talents, or maybe I wonder what people will think of me if I use my gifts and talents in the way I think God is calling me to use them. So I wonder if fear gets in the way of us really using our gifts and talents. Uh, I I can speak personally in my life. It certainly happened to me. It continues to happen to me. I'm I'm afraid of uh, you know of of different things in life and whether whether I'm going to be successful or not, whether I'm going to do a good job or not, and that can that can sometimes keep us from from trusting in the Lord and doing uh, doing His will. Uh, it's interesting to me, Chuck, to to look at the first reading. Uh, for this coming Sunday and connect it to the gospel. The first reading is from Proverbs 31. And there's a, there's a verse in there about that says, the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. And so fear of the Lord in scripture is, is a positive thing to, to, uh, to fear the Lord is not a negative thing, but when that fear becomes uh, a crutch or cripples us, paralyzes us, and doesn't allow us to do what God wants, it, it, as you point out, it uh, can become problematic. I'm thinking, Chuck, of, of my own vocation when I, when I started to think about becoming uh, an oblate of St. Joseph to make vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience, and to, to be ordained a priest. It, it seemed so such a such an enormous responsibility, and it is an enormous responsibility, that sometimes that fear almost made me turn away from that and think, well, I don't think I could fulfill that. I don't think I could do that. And by myself, I couldn't. You know, by, by On our own, we couldn't fulfill the, the grand responsibilities of our, our state in life and our vocations. But with God's grace, with his help, uh, we can. And so I think it goes back to the point that you made right as we began our conversation, Chuck, that we don't need a fear because God gives to us according to our abilities. So he knows what's capable, what, what, we're, what, what we're capable of. Uh, and it's it's up to us to not be paralyzed by fear, but to to cooperate with God's grace. Yeah. Well, and then Father Matthew, when you started to uh, recognize that God uh, might be calling you into uh, the priesthood, was there a point when you really recognized that yes, I do have these gifts. Yes, I do have these talents, and I'm going to uh, trust in the Lord and uh, go ahead and say yes to this vocation. I think there was no there was no immediate moment where I preached a homily and thought uh, I'm good at this I can take care of this it didn't there's nothing no no uh, moment like that that came and thankfully I think God you know keeps us humble by by never letting us do such a perfect job that we think it's our it's it's due to our abilities uh, but there are certainly moments where where you see that that you're doing your best and God is is working through you you know I'll, I'll always remember a a homily that uh, the bishop that ordained me gave me, uh, uh, or gave at, at one point. He was talking about how when he was a priest, and it was uh, an Easter morning, and he, he hadn't prepared himself well for his homily, and he went out, celebrated an early morning Easter Mass, and uh, and came back to the rectory just despondent, felt like here was a time when he should have prepared for that homily better, for that Mass better. All of these people that don't come to Mass very often were there, and he felt like he really let people down. And um, uh, a short while later, a woman came knocking at the rectory door, 
and、uh, was so moved by his homily that she was、uh, compelled to to go to confession after many years of being away. And、uh, for him, it was a realization that while he needs to prepare his homily, while while we all need to 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 use our time and and talent well. Um, it's mostly God's grace, right? And we have to give God the credit when when we are successful in our in our vocations. So, yeah,、um, yeah there there were de- there have definitely been times along the way where where God has tried to affirm me and help me to not be be fearful. But I think those are also moments where we we give Him the credit and realize that if、yeah. if we're having success in our vocation, then it's it's because God's God's being glorified and it's because of His grace. Yeah. We are、uh, talking today about our gifts and talents, and how has God called you to use your gifts and talents for the kingdom? And、uh, maybe a time when you recognized how God blessed you with your own unique gifts and talents, and then、uh, called you to use them for the benefit of others. Father Matthew Spencer is our spiritual director. We'd love to hear your story. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number eight 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 nine one four nine one. Four nights. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio Studio Line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at relevantradio.com/forester. Welcome back to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Call in now to share your story with our Inner Life spiritual directors. One eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. That's one triple eight nine one four nine one four nine. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And thank you for joining us. I'm Chuck Naff, along with our producer Nick Schmitz, Jim Shaper, answering your phone calls today. Father Matthew Spencer, our spiritual director. Father Matthew, a priest with the Oblates of Saint Joseph, the provincial superior and shrine director for the Oblates out of Santa Cruz, California. Talking today about the Sunday Gospel on、uh, this Friday broadcast. It's、um, the Parable of the Talents. It's all about our gifts and talents. And phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. We'd love、uh, to hear your story. How has God called you to use your gifts and talents for the kingdom? And maybe a time when you really recognized the gifts、uh, that God. God had blessed you with, and、uh, really wanted to、uh, use them to make a difference in your little world. Toll free if you'd like to join us eight 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 nine one four nine one four nine. Our email address innerlife at relevantradio dot com. So, Father Matthew, let's、um, take some phone calls and let's start with Kimberly listening in St. Louis. Hello, Kimberly. Welcome to the program today. Hello.、Um, it's so nice to talk with y'all.、Um, well, my my story.、Um, Is that I feel from probably from high school and college, I, I was very limited by fear, and I was going to graduate from college with a teaching certificate. Both my parents are teachers, and I kind of balked out at that, and、um, I did graduate, but I just with a regular degree, and then continued on with a very long career in retail because that's a part-time job that I had, and I just made that into work. But my family. Especially my parents were very confused because they believed my talent was to teach and and mentor and and I did a lot of that in my work I、um, you know I did、um, instruct people you know on the job and things like that but anyway、um, the Lord has 
<laughs> he has a you know a story that's meant to be written and so in my 40s i had a friend who was a physical therapist who invited me just to volunteer at a hospital where he worked and he said you know i just have you ever thought of doing this and um, I went and volunteered. I ended up going back to school for physical therapy in my 40s. And um, what a gift that that was, because that is really where my my talents were meant to be used, because I, I have always been involved in sports and different things like that. But I ended up working actually in a rehab setting with geriatric patients in a Catholic hospital. Um, hmm. and everyone that knew me, that's known me, my parents and close friends were like, this is what you were meant to do. So I would just say if, it, if people have fear, like I had fear again, you know, God knew exactly where I needed to be. And school was so difficult. And I was one of the older students in my class, you know, other people were like 19 and 20 years old hmm. and, yeah, I excelled in thing in things that I did not think I had a gift for. But you know, the Lord He knows. He 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 gave me <laughs> the talents that I have. And so any of the success that I had, I was also in a time in my life where I realized that anything that that I have, um, all the blessings and, and all of that are there it's from God. I'm just a, a vessel, I'm a steward, um but I remember, you know, being young, I didn't realize that. So anyway, that's my story. <laughs> Thank you, Kimberly. That, what a beautiful testimony. Um, you know, I, I want to share with you personally, I, I went through a period in my life, a, a serious health crisis, and then needed about a year and a half of physical therapy. And and it wasn't a classroom in an academic sense, but boy, was it a classroom in in virtue and needing to learn patience. And and that process was assisted by by people like you who are who are therapists who who are who are trying to also connect with with people's you know need not just for physical uh, health, but also you know to be loved and to be um, to be accompanied in their in their their you know their journey of healing. Uh, I, I think it's you know important what you say, Kimberly, that we we're so often limited by fear, uh, and so our the trajectory of our life might not not go in the direction that we expect, and yet God can still use that, right? I mean, God, maybe initially you thought that you were meant to be in a classroom, and and it seemed like fear was keeping you from that, but God can can take that experience and then help you to to share your gifts, your talents in in another way, a different context, yeah. but one that's also very much needed. Yeah, Kimberly, great story. Hey, if I might ask, might ask you a question. I can hear the, I'm going to say joy. I can hear the, uh, well, let's just use that word, joy in your voice when you talk about what you're doing now. Take us back to uh, that other career in retail in terms of your level of happiness or joy. I'm suspecting that maybe as you look back, there's a difference in where you are now in terms of, of that emotion than where you were back then. Absolutely. I think... I think what what people who really loved me, um, and I, I had tremendous mentors, I would say bosses, all throughout my retail career, but I know that they were, in a sense, angels guiding me, but it felt very hollow. And I don't, I don't want to take away from, from the, I mean, many people that I worked with, uh, I have a best friend who, a company that I worked with, she's, oh gosh, maybe 30 years. Um, you know, best manager of the year, but she, that was where her gifts were meant to be used. And she, her kindness, she mentored so many young people. 
to probably all different careers and guided them when she was like, this isn't for you. Have you ever thought, you know, do you, I mean, so I just it felt hollow. And exactly what Prado was saying when I when I got into physical therapy, it was it was scary because I was like, oh, I'm going to have to, you know, the person who's in front of me, you know, let's say they're 75 years old, they have way more life experience and they're, and, you know, I kept giving all these what ifs. But in that moment, they're the most vulnerable. And what I'm there to do or what God set me there in that role to do is to gently say, I'm going to help you get back to your your level of yourself, however. And and it was very spirit-filled. And so I I felt more I felt more more fulfilled and and in, in that I was that is where I could really help people. But I do believe right now in COVID, I started helping out in a part-time job covering for people who needed to be out. And my physical therapy time was not exactly the same in these weird times. But again, I was in a different mindset that wherever I am, I can be a vessel. And again, in my youth, there was so much fear. I didn't see that. So um, uh, I don't I'm not so you know about being older, but definitely God has opened my heart and opened my eyes to, you know, the possibilities. So, yeah, joy is a perfect word. <laughs> a perfect well, word, it's yeah. a it's a great story. And Father Matthew, back to uh, what we were talking about earlier. Kimberly now doing what she's doing. You can hear the joy in her voice. But uh, according the the parable talks about uh, giving talents according to our own ability. And so for some people, that ability is in retail. For some, it's in physical therapy. For some, it's as a priest. For some, it's uh, might be completely different. But uh, it's it's a unique call to each one of us, isn't it? It is, and it's it's a call that we we have to manifest and respond to. In the whole uh, context of human life, you know, our, our walk with Jesus isn't just limited to the times that we're inside of the church, but the times when we're at work, even if it seems like a very secular environment, when we're at the office, when we're behind the counter, when we're <laughs> at the hospital caring for people, uh, we're called to bring Jesus to that moment. And I, I'm just really glad, Kimberly, that you shared your example that... um you know, we have gifts. We have to share those in lots of different contexts, whether it's in retail, whether it's in physical therapy. Certainly, we have particular gifts that will make it either easier or more difficult for us to use in different contexts. But in every occasion in life, in every circumstance in life, we have to bring Christ into that moment and discover the presence of God there for our sake and for the sake of the other. Yeah. Kimberly, great story. Thanks for joining us on the program today. Father Matthew Spencer, our spiritual director, talking today about our gifts and talents. Phone lines are open. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. And uh, your gifts and talents, uh, how has God called you to use those uh, for the benefit of the kingdom, for the benefit of other people in your life? Again, toll-free. 888-914-9149. So, Father Matthew, Kimberly brings up a really, really good point, I think. And one of my questions um, is, how do we know what our gifts and talents are? But I want to bring up the reality of listening to people. Her parents said, 
to her. The teaching seemed to be where they thought that um, where uh, where she should be using her gifts and talents, and she kind of you know resisted that. I can speak of my own experience. I remember my dad when I was oh twelve or thirteen years old said, you know, I think you really ought to go to the University of Missouri in a school of journalism. And my reaction was, Dad, you know what? I love you a lot, but you are nuts. <laughs> that just is never, ever going to happen. That's exactly where I ended up. And uh, that began the career in broadcasting, television, radio, and production, and all of that. But I just think that people come into our lives and they say things to us which are really reflections of our gifts and talents. They are. To me, Chuck, it's it's similar to... Uh, helping people to know their vocation in life, whether they're called to be married, whether they're called to enter the convent or a religious community, whether they're called to to the priesthood. There's there's a lot of different tools that we use to know what our gifts and our talents are. Uh, first, we have to explore what these these particular uh, roads in life hold for us. For example, long before I was really thinking about being a priest, my perception of being a priest was very different from the reality. I imagined being a priest meant spending all day in the church on your knees and praying all the time. And well, prayer, of course, is an essential part of it. We do a couple hours of prayer a day in total, but uh, but really there's a lot more to the vocation than that. So first of all, we have to explore uh, what what the particular calls uh, that are possible for us. We have to understand better what these involve. When you, I'm sure, started out in looking at journalism, it, it wasn't uh, the same as what you understand it to be now because now you, you see it much more completely. Also, well, it was though, so, as, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say it was so interesting, the evolution of that. Because when I give talks, I tell the story that when I was a freshman in college, if I got D's or D pluses on my English compositions, I was out celebrating. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what was so different uh, back then, but it was just very, very difficult for me. It wasn't until my second year that an English professor said, you know, I really like the way you write. And suddenly that thought, hmm, and that took me into a little journalism course, and then that took me into thinking about journalism and writing and then eventually radio and television. But it was so interesting to think back about the evolution and the baby steps that uh, kept uh, leading me along the way, the Holy Spirit, God leading uh, in, um, in a direction that ended me up to ended up where we are today. It's amazing how that works. Yeah, it is, isn't it? And I, I can share something similar. When I when I was looking at what career path I was going to take before before I was considering a religious vocation, I wanted to become a software engineer. And Chuck, the reason was because I enjoyed being by myself. I enjoyed being in a cubicle, having my head down, <laughs> not having to interact with others. And then I started looking at the priests and thinking, wait a second, this is now I have to be with people. Now I have to preach publicly. Now I have to be in front of people. And it was it was hard. It was a hard transition. But you start to discover that, well, actually God has God will supply in those areas that maybe I'm not as comfortable with or maybe I don't feel as as capable of and you know, to do God's will doesn't mean we're always in, in, in the most comfortable place. In fact, very often he's pushing us out of those comfort zones and challenging us to do things that we wouldn't expect we could do. But uh, by his grace, we can, we can do them well. Yeah, so the guy who wanted to be in the cubicle is now on the nationwide radio show. Yeah, can you imagine, Chuck? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I want to get back to the, the point you were making and, and that Kimberly alluded to about asking what our parents think. Um, 
it's it's a very important part of the component uh, of the of the discernment. I think it's a very important component in in exploring what we could possibly do with our life. It's not the final. It's not the final determination. That is to say, sometimes our parents are wrong. <laughs> sometimes people we trust and that seem to know us really well have different values or priorities in our lives. But those people that know us well, we should we should weigh very carefully the feedback that they give us. When I started looking at the priesthood, I realized there were a lot of people that w- would say to me, "No, this we could see you there. We, this this could be a good fit." And and that had to that led me to to trust the call a little bit more. So while it's not always the case, I mean, our parents don't always know what God's will is for us. It is an important thing to ask and to to you know to to consider in our in our uh, in our attempt to to use well the talents that God gives us. Yeah, Father Matthew Spencer, our spiritual director. Let's head back to the phones. Uh, Joseph, listening in Sacramento, California. You're up next. Nice to have you on the Inner Life today. Good morning, sir, and, and good morning, Father. I, I just wanted to share my story, which is um, a little bit backwards, <laughs> 180. <laughs> I joined the Navy in 1988, and when the recruiter told me, okay, because of your scores on the tests, you're available for this job and that job, and I immediately asked right away, I said, which job will allow me to help people the most and most directly? So they said me, they said, Navy Hospital Corpsman. So I was that for 20 years, Father. And um, I, I'm retired now. But in 2006, when I got deployed, an unfortunate thing happened, Father. I was uh, experienced uh, pretty heavy uh, post-traumatic stress, um, non-combat post-traumatic stress disorder. And mm-hmm. two years after that, when I retired fully, couldn't hold the job down. Uh, was very down on myself. Uh, but I was visiting Jesus all the time in the Blessed Sacrament. And so now today, um, I'm after tons and tons of counseling through the VA, which I'm thankful for, and my continuing going to, you know, confession and uh, listening to you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have this insight now into enjoying life with the mundane with you know i mean i was out there working with uh you know the navy seals when i was in guam the marines when i was in the philippines and subic and then today i'm at home receiving disability you know i am down on myself sometimes but i now have this insight grace to know that you know what i'm now a good tutor to my daughter and because of i'm believe me and I'm able to inspire her in medicine, but most importantly, also in her prayer life and her Catholic faith. So that's what I wanted to share, Father. Yeah, thank you, Joseph. Uh, Isn't it amazing how, on the one hand, God gives us abilities to serve, so for 20 years gives you these talents and abilities to help people um, in, in in very critical times in their life. But there's another talent and another ability that he gives to us, which is to to allow others to be merciful towards us. That is to say that sometimes, you know, St. Francis would, would talk about asking people for money, for example. 
And he would say, look, when, when, you, when you beg, when you ask people for money, you're giving them an opportunity to practice charity. You're giving them an opportunity to express mercy in their, in their generosity. And your life, Joseph, even though it's, it's not what we want as human beings, we often want to be independent, strong, completely, you know, us being the ones that, that are always giving and giving and giving. Sometimes what, the way that we give is through our own vulnerability, through our own uh, littleness, and giving others the opportunity to see that. So you're finding in your life, I, I can tell, just the the possibility of tutoring your daughter, of being there for others in, in simple ways that God allows. Uh, the other thing you're giving is is an example, a witness that your value is not in the function that you can provide because that's not who we are, right? As human beings, our, our dignity doesn't come from being out there in, in combat, doesn't come from being functioning. It comes from uh, that being made in the image and likeness of Christ. And so your your own walk, I think, is a, is a testament to that, Joseph. Even though it's hard, right? We'd rather not have the, the trauma of life. We'd rather be be complete and whole. It feels better that way. But, but by trusting in the Lord, you're giving all of us, uh, the listeners here on The Inner Life, um, as well as your own family, uh, a witness to God's grace working through through difficult times in your life. So thank you for that, Joseph. Yeah, that's a great insight. And he brings up such a good point, I think, too, Father Matthew. As we get older, uh, maybe not, we're not even getting older, but whatever it is, our gifts and talents uh, may uh, change. I mean, I'm going to guess that there may be a day when I can't be a broadcaster anymore. doesn't mean that I can't use uh, some other gift and talent uh, for the kingdom. So it may change, but that's okay. It is. And I, I think not only is it okay, it's it's God's will for us. So it's praise praise his name, right? That uh, sometimes we can um, we can give, provide for our family and, and do things in a certain way. And then at other points in our life, we, we might not be able to do those same things. Um, I'm thinking of my, my maternal grandmother who... Um, who experienced great loss in her 40s and um, and from that point suffered from very serious mental illness and uh, great struggle for the rest of her life, for decades after that. And yet, so she wasn't able to provide as a mother in the same way she did in her youth and yet was able to provide an example of, of tenderness and gentleness to, to give back to, to her family in a different way. And I have great memories of my grandmother despite the the challenges that she faced later in life. So we all, those those talents and gifts that we can share with the world, they do change, as Joseph uh, himself, by by his testimony, points out. And, and we're going to experience that in our own lives, Chuck. And we, we embrace that. We say, this is God's will for us. And how can I find in this moment a possibility of sharing uh, that joy of the Lord with others? Father Matthew Spencer is our spiritual director talking today about our gifts and talents and your gifts and talents. Uh, How is God calling you to use them? And when did you realize that God really had gifted you with the ability to do what you do and be who you are? Toll free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Stay with us. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We'll be right back. More of your phone calls coming up. If you missed part of the program, you can listen to this show and any of your favorites on the Relevant Radio app or online at RelevantRadio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. 
Thanks for joining us, everyone. Good to have you with us on The Inner Life today. If you're just tuning in, Father Matthew Spencer is our spiritual director. Father Matthew, a priest with the Oblates of St. Joseph, where he is the provincial superior and shrine director for the Oblates out of Santa Cruz. California, you may remember uh, Father Matthew was host of uh, St. Joseph's Workshop here on Relevant Radio, and then he was uh, promoted. He was uh, given the job as provincial superior, and then he got a little bit uh, uh, busier and was unable to continue uh, his uh, work with us here at Relevant Radio. But we do miss him a lot, and we are so love having him back on, and we just are so grateful that when he has a little bit of time, he can spend it uh, with us here on Relevant Radio. We are talking about our gifts and talents today, looking ahead to the Sunday Gospel from Matthew, the Parable of the Talents, and a little bit of time left uh, in the program if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. So, Father Matthew, let's uh, head back to the phones, and Lisa, listening at Rock Island, Illinois. Thank you for the call. Welcome to the program today. Good morning. Um, As a parent, I'm going to give a side that I um, experienced. My son was a senior in college at a Jesuit university pursuing a career in as a physician called me one morning to say he was very torn and couldn't decide whether to continue with his studies to be a physician or to enter the priesthood. It was out of the blue. Hmm. So what I, as a parent, what I, the only thing I could say is pray, find your joy. What do you want to feel like every morning. You want to feel like you're serving God and serving people. Whichever path you choose is the correct choice. Um, He ended up being a physician, but, you know, as parents, we are confronted with these difficult calls a lot, but I have to say that was one of the most difficult ones I've ever had to handle out of Mm. the blue. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, what a tremendous responsibility. You know, what a tremendous question to be asked. Uh, could you tell me, Mom, what's the best path I need to take in life? And and then you, you become responsible in part for that, right? Um, you know, what, what's interesting to me, Lisa, is... Uh, is that these two these two paths in life are are very closely connected? I mean, we know Jesus is the divine physician, right? There's a there's a healing aspect to to priestly ministry that is so essential that takes place inside of the sacrament of reconciliation, inside of the sacrament of anointing of the sick, inside of the Eucharist itself. Um, but but to get to your your situation and and uh, I think you did the best the best you can the best you could be you could expect to do in that in that case R- really Lisa I mean the your son was looking for advice but the decision comes comes down to him right and it's it's up to him to choose that path and and you have some some influence you have some insight but um uh, really all you can do is try and help him to see his gifts and abilities his talents. And then support him as he as he tries best to know God's will for him. So, is he happy, Lisa? Is he is he content with that decision? He's extremely happy, and he's practicing in a Catholic hospital and sharing his gifts there. He feels and saving lives for people to go back home to their families. And actually, the other day, he had to stop a surgeon from removing a scapular, and had to explain to that surgeon why it was important to him. To keep that mm. scapular on that patient. So, oh, that that is so awesome, Lisa. I love that. Um, you know, that's a it's a really good sign to me that he's he's not only happy and content, but that he's able to to live out his Catholic values in the midst of his career. 
I, I have met Lisa. I've met people who who regret uh, not pursuing the priesthood, or at least not exploring it more. And uh, it's a very profound, uh, profound experience to meet with. I remember meeting with a grandfather about ten years ago, and he was. It was in the context of a baptism of his his grandchild. The family was there. He had a large family, many kids and and grandchildren that were there. And he was sharing with me this as as joyful as his family was. He he was sharing that he wonders if he missed that call to the priesthood many years ago because he because he pushed that idea out of his mind. And um, what a terrible um, cross to experience, imagining that we somehow missed our call in life. So the blessing I think that that your son has is to to um, to know that he's still able to to help heal others physically and then spiritually to share his his Catholic values in his work. Yeah, Lisa, great story. Thanks for joining us on the program. She uh, that's uh, such a good point. Somebody listening today, Father Matthew, who maybe has some regrets about uh, what he or she uh, thought uh, he or she should have done, but didn't, but took another another path. What does somebody do with those regrets? Uh, for me, as a priest, my counsel is always first, you know, receive God's. Uh, God's forgiveness. Sometimes the regret is connected to sin. Sometimes that sin has has not been brought to the sacrament of confession. So people that make maybe some grave mistakes in life and and very much regret it. Uh, we're not talking about choosing a career path, but maybe making mistakes that uh, that led to sin and and that kind of thing. So first we we seek sacramental healing and and forgiveness in uh, for those times when we've made some grave mistakes. Uh, but but when we get to the fact of of, uh, of facing that maybe we didn't follow the right path or maybe didn't do things the way God wants, it's very important, Chuck, for us to trust in God's mercy and to live in the present moment. God never wants us to live in the past. He, he the past we entrust to His mercy. The future we entrust to his providence, and the present moment is the only is the only time available to us. So we we live well the the present moment, and and don't and and we don't dwell on on those uh, mistakes that we've made in the past. Once we've once we've uh, given them over, surrendered them to the mercy of God, we just say, well, this is the situation in my life now. How can I make the most of it? And I think that's that's an, a very a very important. Uh, part of the Christian life is is not dwelling on our mistakes, on our sins. Uh, certainly, uh, having receiving forgiveness for them, but then moving on and and finding, discovering God's will for us in the present moment. Yeah, and moving on. And I'm one of my favorite. We were talking about this earlier in the week, actually. Romans eight twenty eight. All things happen for the good for those who love God. And I just think that at some point that yeah, maybe we have regrets. Oh gosh, we could have done that better, or maybe should have gone down this path, or whatever. But trust, Father Matthew, trust that God's with us, and that any regrets uh, we have, uh, uh, that they are gone. That we can't do anything about that, but we can do something about today. Yes, and why does God ever allow sin? Why does God ever allow us to make? A poor decision in our life. It's only because, as you point out, and as Paul writes in his letter to the Romans, it's only because God can work it all for for our good and for his glory. It's the only reason that he allows sin in our life. And that should give us some consolation when we're, when we're troubled by our own weakness, 
when we're struggling with with our our own uh, vulnerability, we say God is allowing this because He can manifest His goodness in my life and in the world, and because He can bring a greater good out of it. And and it's hard, Chuck. I mean, it's not a natural decision that that we make to 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 let go of of the mistakes of our past, but we have to do it, and we have to know that God can can even use those to glorify His name. Yeah. Father Matthew Spencer, our spiritual director, looking at our gifts and talents today as we uh, talk about the Sunday Gospel from the Gospel of of Matthew. And one more question about how do we know what our gifts and talents are. Can you talk a little bit about compliments? I mean, I think sometimes that that if we listen and we accept, because sometimes we push them away, oh, not me, that can't, can't be me. But when people compliment us, I think what they're doing is essentially saying, I see a gift and talent in you. Yeah, we should give thanks to God for that. I think I think when, when we receive a compliment, our response should be praise God, <laughs> right? Praise God that that this person appreciates this quality they see. Praise God that that he has maybe given me that that blessing. Uh, praise God that it's not about me, but that it's about him. And and I, I really think that's a good response when we're complimented. It, it takes the focus away from us as if we can, you know, uh, puff up our chests and say, that, oh, yeah, I am so great. Uh, no, we say, well, we give God the glory. And, and when we receive some affirmation in our life, then we, we give that that over to God. And and I would say, Chuck, let's let's look also at the the um, the alternative to that. When we receive uh, criticism, then uh, we humbly take that and put it into context. We we say, well, maybe there's some truth to this, and maybe not. Maybe this person is not seeing things clearly. But instead of just dismissing it and thinking, no, no, I'm I'm much more able than this person can see, we say, well, there's room for growth. There's always room for growth, and that that helps us to use our gifts better. Helps us to be humble in the face of our gifts, and then helps us to also give glory to God by by the way that people um, give us maybe more critical yeah. feedback. So that's it's hard because I think especially in the world we live in, Chuck, the the social media-driven uh, communications that we have, people are, are just want to say things that they wouldn't say to us in person or that they wouldn't, uh, things that can be mean and hurtful and criticisms that might not be uh, charitable. Uh, but all of it, I think, compliments and criticisms alike, if we take it uh, just focusing on what it means for, for God and for, for his presence in the world, then, then we can take it more humbly and grow from yeah. We don't have a lot of time, but I was thinking this morning, uh, praying about the program today, about virtue, because I think uh, when we think about gifts and talents, we think of uh, of what we do. But I wonder about uh, recognizing the gift we have maybe for compassion or charity or patience, that when we hear that reflected back to us, if maybe that's a call for us to, to become more compassionate for other to other people, more patient with other people, if maybe virtues can also uh, be a way big be gifts and talents that we have absolutely and in fact i think that really ties in well with the parable that jesus uh shares with us that we're reflecting on today because virtue is a habit that is strengthened over time a good habit that is strengthened over time 
Uh, it's like we're investing in that habit. We're investing in that that behavior, and, and reinforcing and strengthening and building up that behavior.、And、just like in the parable, the man who received five talents, the one who received two talents, they had to work with what they were given and increase it. So in our spiritual life, we have to work with what we're given, but not not just remain there. We have to increase compassion, increase patience, increase the virtues that that God has given to us. Father Matthew Spencer, our spiritual director, we have to wrap things up. And Father, we like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners. Wonderful. To all of our listeners, may the the blessing of God come upon you and accompany you throughout this day. The Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father Matthew Spencer, a real pleasure to have you. Thanks for joining us on the program、uh, today. Stay tuned. We're celebrating Mass at twelve thirty Central. The Faith Explained with Kale Clark. Have a great weekend. We're back on Monday. Hope to see you then.